Hello and welcome to the podcast English for Life in the UK. Today we're going to follow on from last week's episode where we were talking about the coronavirus and the vaccines and we did a little bit about how to look after yourself during lockdown. Uh, we decided because we'd got lots of ideas of our own but also from other people about what they've been doing during lockdown that we do a whole episode on it. So today we're going to share with you some ideas we've got, some things we know other people are doing, including some of our students during lockdown to keep themselves busy, to look after themselves and to keep working at their English, to improve their English as well. So lots of ideas like that. And I'm joined today, the same as last week, actually, by Phoebe and Christine. Christine, how are you today? I'm very well, Mark. I'm, I've had a busy day. I've been knocking on neighbours' doors because we're collecting money for the people in our local post office who are retiring after 35 years. So we're all clubbing together to get them a farewell present. So that's what I've been doing. That's great. And also Phoebe. Phoebe, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I've uh, had a very busy week at work this week, so I'm looking forward to relaxing at the weekend. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's great. Okay, so we're going to throw lots of things at you in terms of ideas for things you can do. And Phoebe, I think you're going to kick us off. Yes, well, the first thing I was going to suggest is something I do myself um, and I would recommend. Um, and it's listening to the radio and listening to podcasts. If you have a radio, you can tune in for free. Um, there's lots of great channels. I like to listen to the radio while I'm working. Um, but it's good because you can have some talk, but also listen to some music as well. Um, so that might be good for some of our listeners who are learning English. And if you are in the UK, you can download the BBC Sounds app from your phone. Um, just search for BBC Sounds. And they have all the BBC radio stations that are available in the UK. And any programme that they air on the radio is also on the app. Um, and you can listen to it whenever you want. Uh, one programme I listen to is Women's Hour. And this is usually on um, at 10am in the morning. Um, but if I'm working, I can't listen. So I listen later. And I like Women's Hour because it has such a range of topics. Um, they might be talking about the news or something topical. For example, you know, they're probably talking a lot about the election in America recently um, and they talk about changes that are happening in the UK. Very interesting interviews with fascinating people who might be artists or writers or actors or activists. Honestly, there's such a diverse range. I think it's important to say as well, although it's called Woman's Hour, actually, I listen to it quite regularly. And there are lots of things of interest to men as well. So and of course, just listening to the news on the radio, you will find that difficult depending on your level of English. 
but don't feel you need to understand everything if you can just pick up the gist of what's happening, the idea of what's being said and a few key words and just let the English language flow over you a little bit. I think radio is very good for that. Yes. And if you listen um, through certain apps, uh, for example, on Spotify, you can slow down the podcast that you're listening to, which is really helpful um, if you're still learning um, English. Um, and so related to the radio um, is also TV, which is obviously a fantastic way to relax. And if you're wanting to learn some English, watch some TV that is spoken in English. Obviously, there is so much available. One program I would recommend um, is The Great British Bake Off. And this is a reality TV show. It's a competition between 10 bakers. And every week they bake three different things. And it's fun to watch because I love cooking and baking. And it always makes me hungry. I love it too. I really enjoy watching that. They're so kind to each other. It's not like a competition where they're they're vying against each other they seem everybody seems to help each other we've had quite a few suggestions from some of our students and listeners about things they've been listening to and so this is people whose english is not necessarily well developed but they have in, still enjoyed watching i'm sorry watching certain tv programs so for example poldar which is a historical drama set, I think, in the southwest of England, Anne with an E, which I think is uh, based in America. And one of our students has also been watching Game of Thrones, which I would have thought was quite difficult when your English is not well developed, but he says he's loving it. I think one of the fantastic things as well about watching programmes in a different language is it can take you to all these different places. You know, I've never been to America, but I can watch American TV shows and, you know, learn more about them. And the same with Poldark, you know, it is so interesting to see different parts of the UK in different time periods as well. When we're stuck inside for most of the day, I like to watch shows that take me outside. For example, at the moment, they have Winter Watch on the BBC, filmed in different parts of the country, looking at birds and animals and plants. It's really interesting. I found myself, I know, I've done quite a lot more reading during lockdown than I usually do. I, I read a lot of books um, and... Uh, certainly here uh, in Halifax and Calderdale, the library is still open. And although it has limited opening, uh, I can go and get books I like. And I know one of our students has said they've been reading children's books. And so although she can't read English very well, so she couldn't manage a full novel, she can manage a children's book and is thoroughly enjoying that. Uh, as well as reading books, I often download an audio book because our local library and most libraries in the UK, as well as offering printed books, they offer electronic books. Uh, so either ones 
that you can view on a screen or ones that you can listen to um, an audiobook. So an e-book is the one on the screen or an audiobook is the one that you listen to. You have to be a member of the library. It's important that you join. But when you've got your membership card, you can just download an app. All the instructions are there on the library website on what to do. I downloaded an app to my phone, in fact, and then I can just search the catalogue and choose ebooks to read or audiobooks to listen to. I think this time that we have now at home can also be an opportunity for us to try new things or maybe try things we haven't done for a while. I think it's a great time to sort of be a bit more creative as well. I, for example, have got more time now for cooking, which I love to do. And I like to try different foods from different cuisines around the world. And a couple of websites I use that I would recommend to any listeners who enjoy cooking are the BBC Good Food website, um, which has a fantastic range of recipes and also sometimes clips as well, showing you how to make these dishes. I also use a website called Mob Kitchen. Um, so that's M-O-B, mobkitchen.co.uk. And they have such oh, incredible recipes from around the world. That sounds lovely, Phoebe. I'm going to look out for Mob Kitchen. On the BBC one, the BBC Good Food, if I find I've got a an ingredient that I've forgotten about like I found this giant celeriac that I'd bought and forgotten about and I just go to the BBC Good Food website and I type in celeriac recipes and I get a whole selection it's really good. That's a great idea Christine I'm going to do that next time and I also follow these websites on social media you know on Instagram and Facebook and so sometimes I just see these ideas for new recipes I want to try while I'm just on social media. A number of our students have been doing creative things there are artists amongst them that have been painting and drawing and sculpting making things. Um, We've had people who have been doing writing and that was something I wanted to talk about because it's something I tried. I don't regard myself as necessarily a good writer but I decided to have a go at just writing a little bit about an event from my life, something that was important to me at a particular stage of my life and I just sat down and started writing and I found it came quite easily and I think we would recommend for uh, students to do that in your own language it's important that you keep your skills in your own language obviously and I think doing some writing in your own language particularly some biographical stuff stuff about your own life and your own experiences that that's a very creative and important thing to do. I've started uh, not writing or not much writing but actually drawing cartoons Somebody suggested I do this every day. I just think of something important. Just uh, First of all, I make a list of five things that I've observed, I've seen that day. And then I pick one of them and draw a picture of it. And very, very quickly, only in three, four minutes. That's such a good idea, Christine, because I feel like 
I'm not a great artist myself, but if I do want to do some drawing, I never know what to draw. So that's such a great way to think of something to draw. And the drawings are just for me, and they're, they're not meant to be great drawings. They're just meant to remind me of happy times during the day. So I love that. One of the other areas which we mentioned last week is it's important to keep active, to do some things that are good for your health, um, that keep you fit. Uh, we know that lots of people go regularly for walks. That's important. We live in an area, we're lucky to live in an area with surrounded by beautiful countryside, so it's possible to do that. But even if you're just walking around the roads and observing uh, what's happening, the changes in the seasons, uh, most people will have some kind of sporting activity that they they could do. Running is obviously a thing you can do. Cycling, if you've got a bike or could get hold of a bike. We've had a scheme at uh, the St. Augustine Centre where we've been getting old bikes and reconditioning them and then uh, giving them out to people who want to go cycling. And then there's a lot of exercise you can do in your own home. And there are lots of websites that show you how to do daily exercise, to do yoga. I, for example, do a 10 minute yoga every day, um, Pilates, other things of that sort. I do something called Qigong each week, a Chinese exercise. Really love it. It's, it's supposed to keep me very healthy. But I pay for that. That's something I, I had. I, I used to go to a Qigong class before. But many things are available online free of charge. Um, I've been doing free yoga um, through an app called Down Dog. And they also have a range of apps um, for meditation. They have one for um, Pilates. And they have made their app free until I think the end of February. Tell the app how easy or difficult you want the yoga to be. Um, so mine will definitely be at the beginner's level. <laughs> um, a lot of exercises also on television. I know Joe Wicks, he's become quite famous. He does regular exercises uh, initially for children, for school children but also he does some for adults each week. Yes, one thing I find, I, I, I've been finding difficult in lockdown is not spending time with other people. And I want to do that. And so um, during this last year, every Saturday night, I would invite a group of friends to come with me to a, say the theatre or the cinema or just to do something. And so then we'd each either watch a film or the National Theatre put out free productions, online productions of plays. And so we would watch that on a Saturday night. But that, we'd do that each in our own homes. But then we'd agree at such a time after we'd watched it, we'd meet up in a Zoom room. It was as though we'd been out together because we'd talk about um, what we thought of the film or the play or whatever it was that we'd watched. And it, it, I really enjoyed it. With a group of friends who I usually meet, we would meet up every week in a Zoom room again and take turns to be the quiz master. So somebody would come with questions or pictures. It was good fun. Just spending time with 
a group of friends. So let's let's finish with just a few other ideas of things that people could be doing. Um, one of the things is because at the moment schools are not open in this country, or not for most children anyway, uh, the BBC has been putting uh, online um, lots of educational lessons. So lessons in all sorts of subjects, science and uh, the arts and history and all sorts. And because they're at different age levels, for those of you who are learning English and are at a particular level, you could probably find some online lessons that were at an appropriate level of English for you. So that was a, one suggestion. Good that idea, got. Mark. They have a whole range of programmes and they usually produced very well. I heard from somebody who was every day taking a photograph of the same plant. I think it was a tree and just watching it come into bud, watching it change through the seasons. And I think I might do that. I might just take a picture from my window every day and see how the weather changes and see I have a garden or I have some plants at least and I can see a hillside on the other side and see how that changes day to day. I'd like to do that. Another activity that I like to do is stargazing. It's not that I'm an expert in knowing about which stars are which and planets, but I do think when you've got clear skies, just spending five or 10 minutes watching the sky and seeing again, noticing the differences over time, what changes. And obviously related to that is um, watching sunsets and sunrises, watching the moon change its size and shape um, over, over the seasons. That's an activity that I find quite restful and uh, um, give, gives me a nice calm feeling when I'm doing that. One thing you can do in shops, instead of buying um, vegetables, you can buy seeds. Uh, in our local whole food shop, you can buy seeds for sprouting. And if you buy these seeds and put them in water and change the water every day, you can watch them grow into full plants if you let them. But you can eat them as they're still seedlings, shoots, bean shoots, and they're quite delicious. One of our students said they'd done that with something called snow oh, peas. Yeah. Not sure I know what they are, but they and they were able to watch them grow and actually see them grow day by day change. That seemed a nice idea to me. Well, there's been so many ideas um, there that we've shared. Definitely a few that I might take up myself as well. Um, so it would be good to hear. Yeah. Listeners, let us know if you what you've been getting up to and if you take up any of our ideas. If you start growing some snow peas, let us know. Um, you can email us, englishforlifeintheuk at gmail.com. And if you've missed any of these ideas and you want to go back, you can look out for the transcript on our website, which is St. Augustine's Centre Halifax.org.uk the podcast transcripts are available there and we'll include the links as well to some of the websites that we've mentioned and tv programs uh, apologies they might not work all around the world um 
So you may have to Google some things. Yeah, that's great, Phoebe. Thank you. These activities are things that we would recommend you do in your own language. Some of them are ones where you'll be able to practice your English. And we wish you well with all of that. The most important thing is that you look after yourselves during this time. As a bonus section for this week's podcast, I have interviewed one of our students about what he's been doing during lockdown. Good afternoon. Uh, My name is Arslan Qasemi and I'm from Iran. I have been in the UK one year and uh, six months been discussing this week um, what people have been doing during this difficult period where everybody's locked down and can't go can't do very much so tell us what have you been doing to keep yourself busy and keep yourself well Uh, well uh, um, to be honest I see this time as an opportunity to improve my English so during lockdown uh, uh, I have been taking English class with uh, the, the St. Augustine, like uh, online grammar class and uh, live in UK classes. And uh, sometimes I, I watch videos uh, on YouTube channel, uh, like uh, English with Lucy and English with uh, Misa. There are a lot of videos uh, if you want uh, about everything in English. As well, I uh, I listen to podcasts, uh, and you know that's podcast uh, uh, you made by your group, Mark. At, yeah. uh, it's amazing. I have to say, uh, we uh, we are appreciate it because it's very useful. And I think, have you been doing some volunteering at the center? Uh, yes, of course. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm a teacher assistant with uh, Helen for beginner English class. Yeah, I have uh, done some uh, uh, carpentering work for the center, St. Augustine Center. That's great. We really appreciate your your involvement, Arslan. It's brilliant. What about to to keep yourself fit and healthy? Is there anything you've been doing for that? Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, if we, uh, uh, how can I say, uh, we really get depressed if we do not keep ourselves busy during the lockdown. And, and that's why I do exercise. Uh, I run for uh, an hour, four to five days a week. And uh, as we say, uh, this is a proverb. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, we say uh, a, uh, a sound mind in a sound body. Very good. Very good, Arslan. That's a good example of you. You're improving English. That's brilliant. Listen, thank you very much, Arslan. Thank you for your time.
Language support. This week I'm just going to pick on a couple of things that Arsalan said during my interview with him. He wasn't quite sure how to say something and he said, how can I say it? And then he went on and said it. Um, and then later, when he was trying to tell me a proverb, he said, if I'm not mistaken, and then he said it. So those are two good examples of how you can uh, let the person you're talking to know that you're not quite sure you've got it right, but you hope you have. So how can I say it? Um, or if I'm not mistaken and then say what it is you wanted to say. So I thought I'd add a few more that you could use like that. You could say, I'm not sure how to say this, but... And then you can say, have a go at saying what it is you want to say. And obviously if somebody says something to you that you don't understand, then you can always say, could you say that again, please? Sorry, I didn't understand that. Sorry, I didn't get that. All of those are ways of just making the person realise that you didn't completely understand. You could also say, could you say that again more slowly, please? So you're asking them to slow down. Um, or could you repeat that, please, a little more slowly? Any of those are good and acceptable ways for you to just uh, help yourself and help the other person you're talking to uh, know where you're at with your language. So I hope that's helpful. That's it for this week. We'll be with you again very soon. Goodbye for now. Stay safe.